When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Tyre Power. Think safety this February. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tyre Power. 12 minutes past eight on SENSA Breakfast. Uh, Bix before Port Adelaide's review. 0427-154-166. Renee has sent in a question. It says, good morning. A question for Mark Bickley. If Riley O'Brien goes down injured in the ruck and Philthorpe has to step into the ruck permanently... Can he handle that for weeks on end? That's a really good question, Renee. I suspect that, first of all, Riley Philthorpe will play more in the ruck this year. Probably last year he spent 10% of the time. I think it's maybe a bit closer to 25% this time, and we'll see Riley O'Brien play in the forward line. I think what would happen, though, if Riley O'Brien got injured, they would bring in Kieran Strawn. Kieran Strawn's another ruckman, and that, that way you can have Philthorpe still play that Key forward, you've got a bloke who can, who's tall and can compete and can catch it there and still give you a chop out in the ruck. If you brought him into the ruck and played him as your number one ruckman, I'm just trying to think who would be the second ruck. that Maybe they'd have to go and have a look at Elliot Himmelberg and have him play as a forward chop out ruckman. But I think they'd go to Kieran Strawn first. Throw the questions at me, Mark Bickley. Friday night at Alberton, very warm evening where Port Adelaide had their intra-club trial. It was the team wearing the black Guernseys versus the team wearing the white. There was a bit of chopping and changing yes. after quarter time. So four 28-minute quarters. So all 28 minutes flat, um, which is great for the fans. Uh, a really good turnout of supporters there as well. Really good. Okay. Well, we had 10 questions that I answered around Adelaide. We'll use the same 10 questions for you. Who caught your eye? Who were the best players? I think the focus points were the new players because there wasn't much change in regards to personnel apart from the free agents that had come in. So uh, originally we had a look at the squads for both teams and I've, I've got the team list in front of me here. The first names I looked at straight away is which team is Ivan Soldo playing on? What team is Jordan Sweet playing mm-hmm. on? And they were there for the first I should say ball being bounced, but the umpiring was a bit skew if The ball was thrown up more than it was bounced, so the umpires needed probably a little bit more of a preseason too. Watching Ivan Soldo was so impressive. Um, the aggression that he showed, the the way that he moved his body around, and he was taking no prisoners. So um, I would safely say that round one, it's – Soldo's spot to lose. Okay. Left field positions who uh, played somewhere different. So Tom Cleary was on the wing for a little bit. There was a one point where he was standing Travis Boak, which was interesting yep. to watch. Um, so they're, they're going to try and make that work. Willem Drew, we were talking about this before. Willem Drew did so well in the midfield last year. He was wearing a, a pink hat, which we spoke about a fair bit because he's recovering from an AC injury. So he was almost like non-contact where the players couldn't fully contact or tackle him. Um, He was sitting on the wing with Travis Boat too. So it's almost like Willem drew out Ollie Wines in and they're going to have the same dilemma that they had (laughs) last year. So um, an inside ball. Yeah, they were probably the major 
positional changes. Um, with the rucks, though, we saw Ollie Lord go into the ruck a little bit up against Dante Vicentini, so they just rotated all those players around. Okay, tell us about the engine room, the midfield. What observations did you make? It was pretty predictable, but it was very exciting to watch. So to see Ollie Wines together with Zach Butters and Connor Rosie. We all talk about Zach Butters and the way that he played last year. You can just accept that he's going to be one of the best players in the team. Um, The only way that I could make this comparison and to probably display it for you to understand it was that Connor Rosie looked more like Scott Pendlebury that I'd ever seen. It's the space that he had with the ball and the composure. um, Very impressive in the midfield. Jason Horn Francis, again, having 12 months under his belt in that preseason, he looked extremely fit the forward mix what did it look like there's a lot mm-hmm. if, if they go into round one with no injuries ken and the whole selection team are going to have a few questions to ask so um lord marshall georgiatis evans rioli narco was there for a little bit um marshall ended up kicking a handful of goals so marshall kicked three sam Powell pepper kicked three um, and apart from one of their top-up players, Preston Cockatoo-Collins, there were just individual goal kickers, including Georgiatis, who Georgiatis was someone that injured his knee in April, wasn't wearing any tape on his leg. Everyone was surprised at how well he performed. So um, this is why in On The Mark we asked that question, whether all of those players can play in the same forward line, and they can't. So I, I feel that Charlie Dixon might be in the same boat as Taylor Walker and probably will be rested just as much. Mm. That might be a good thing. His uh, body then can be much fresher. Uh, physically, who looks good? Georgiatis, extremely impressive physically. Um, he didn't hold back. They had the opportunity to rest him in that last quarter, but he played out the whole game. Um, Asava Radigalia served a purpose. He only played a half because he hurt his knee, and the, the club said he should be right on Friday night mm-hmm. to play. But in the contest that he was a part of alongside Charlie Dixon, you thought, okay, this is the, the reason that he's been recruited to the club. Big-bodied, goes in strong. Um, also physically having a look at the growth of Tom Scully. Tom Scully in the forward line was really impressive, so put a bit of size on. Similarly, to, as you were talking about Max Michelini, you can see that, just the natural body growth yep. of Tom Scully. Okay, let's talk young players now. Who showed glimpses? Will Lorenz was good. Uh, Tom Anastasopoulos was also really good. Um, the comparison I would make for Anastasopoulos would be Orazio Fantasia but during his Essendon times. So the way that he was able to move around, especially in that forward line, it was very impressive. So the new faces were good. I think that all the focus, though, was on Soldo, Radigalia, Zerk Thatcher, who was composed, um, and they were impressive. Okay, who's going to jump from outside the side into the starting 18? Two players who we spoke of earlier. Josh Sin was outstanding. Um, and I feel that he's got a challenge ahead of him, but he was sitting in halfback, so he's probably moved from that wing position to focus a little bit more on halfback. Um, he was very good. Here's him talking about his goal for what, this year. Playing games. Um, yeah, I think I'm pretty sick of the talk of just getting through games, getting minutes done. Um, yeah, I'm here to perform, so play AFL. Do you feel that that's close? Yeah, definitely. I think if I can keep putting um, my best foot forward week in, week out, then I'm sure I can be there. Coincidentally, his housemate, Jace Burgoyne, was extremely impressive, wearing the number seven of his father, Peter. Um, he has definitely made the leap in the preseason, and I would think he's straight in there for round one. He was brilliant. Mm, and the final one, the work in progress. What still needs some uh, touching up on? I think... Where I was probably a little bit concerned where Port Adelaide needs work 
is the delivery into the forward line. And I know it's the first internal trial, but there are a lot of balls going over players' heads. Fatigue may have played a fair bit into this, especially in that second half. The first quarter was the best quarter of that internal trial. Like, it was fantastic. You could see the players were pretty cooked by the end of it. But delivery into those forwards of Marshall, Georgiatis, Dixon, Lord, Scully, that's where Port Adelaide continually will need to work on. I think defensively, um, Aaliyah didn't play, but to have Aaliyah in defence alongside Radigal now is going to be outstanding. Um, injuries will certainly play a part, but that delivery into forward line is a watch this space. There you go. Has been a work in progress for a number of years, so it sounds like it still is. 20 minutes past eight. Port fans, what did you think? Callum sent in a message saying he was uh, quite amused when Jason Horn francis gave away a 50-metre penalty in an internal trial, and that's okay. That's all right. That's what happens. What are your thoughts? 0427 154